G'day, and welcome to Feed for Thought, a regular podcast from Pioneer covering everything from farm systems to crops and products and much, much more. Hi folks, I'm Wade Bell and with me is Ian Williams and Matt Daly and this week we're going to talk a little bit about uh, all things environment. Yahoo! He's straight off the bat. Uh, <laughs> we can tell it's his favourite so topic. So passionate. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, so the backstory to this is that uh, last time we spoke, spoke a little bit about growing maize on farm, and obviously the environmental considerations are a big part of that. Ian, I'm going to kick off with you. This is your baby. You're going to tell us everything that's positive about it, and I'm hoping that Matt's going to balance that out a little bit with uh, a little bit of moderation, (laughs) a little bit of pessimism, not too much, but uh, just to help keep him under control. Hilarious. Yeah, so uh, Ian, I'm going to let you go first. Okay, oh, this is good. It's kind of like for the uh, defence, the uh, lawyer. It is a little bit like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Look, I've been working with this stuff now for 25 years, as you know. I just think it's the most amazing crop. And my mum used to say to me when I was young, she said, oh, you can't have your cake and eat it too, darling. Um, But I think with maize silage, we've got a system or we've got a plant that's enabling farmers to, in a sense, have their cake and eat it too. They can produce milk at a low environmental impact. If they use maize feeding a low-protein crop back onto a feed pad, there's significant reduction in nitrogen loss from the system. So there's, look, I, I, I believe in it. I actually stand up in court and fight about it uh, because to me, I think this is one of, one of the solutions farmers have, uh, one of the ways that they can mitigate some of the impacts that they're having on the environment through their dairying. Well, and just before Matt hooks into this conversation, last time we spoke, you had, you started rhyming off about 10 things in a row that was good about growing maize on farm, yet you've only come up with about one or two. Oh, okay, here, so, here we go. So here we come go. on, right? I was expecting a list. <laughs> Be with it. Deep rooting crop. It yep. can go down four metres deep. It, it, it has high nitrogen demand. So every tonne of dry matter you take off, you take off 12.8 kilograms of nitrogen. It's a low protein feed to mitigate some of the high impact, I mean, high protein grass. So 8% as opposed to 22% for pasture and it enables you to stand animals off feed them and then use the effluent to actually grow your maize and you can get about a 26 percent reduction in nitrogen loss case case that's done 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 and dusted (laughs) and Matt hasn't even had a chance to say a word it can't be all that rosy because everyone will be using it right well they should be (laughs) take their eye patch off yeah exactly so so what about um cultivation then and we're disturbing the soil there um possible erosion look uh, that's actually that's true. I mean, there are some soils on fragile soils where cropping continuously or collapse the soil. We know some of our Northland clays, for example, two years of cropping on on a, on a Northland clay, and you can collapse that soil. Um, we know that if we cultivate steep ground uh, and are too close to waterways, uh, that's why you look at the, some of the farm environment plan stuff they're doing. They're saying, well, you actually need to set back, or set back means you need to be away from the waterway by up to five to 10 metres, depending on the regional council. So there are stuff that we can do that because, yep, I take my my eye patch off and uh, it is true. It is true. We we do need to be careful. Keep that patch off. Yeah. (laughs) How does it fit in uh, in regards to soil carbon or carbon loss? Well, the cool thing, just straight up, changes in soil carbon aren't in the uh, ETS, so they're not in in the emissions trading scheme. But we know that if you crop a soil, you're going to lose carbon from it. However, if you have a drought, you're also going to lose carbon. And if you farm on certain soil types, i.e. peat, you're going to lose carbon. So, you know, I mean, we've we, we still got to figure this thing out. So it, it is the elephant in the room and it is something that we don't necessarily know a lot about at this stage, but we do know if you crop, you'll reduce, you'll, you'll lose carbon. I mean, we're, we're working in that space a little bit. I mean, Roland's team is actually monitoring 
carbon. Yep. Uh, amongst a number of environmental trials that we've been undertaking, what in the last five years? Yeah, they've looked. One of the things that they've looked at is is um, uh, using different cultivation techniques. You know, we're looking at things like, for example, whether we strip till or direct drill or fully cultivate. What's the impact on soil carbon? So we're doing that work. The reality is, is that changes in soil carbon in some soils are quite quick, and other soils it just takes a while for that to happen. So yeah, so 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 we are doing some some work in that space. In fact, that's kind of our new area of research. But we know that from a nitrogen phosphate sediment loss, we can just set our system up so that it works. This is actually pretty balanced from you, to be fair. You know, <laughs> like uh, you've you've kind of coming coming around a little bit, which is well, uh, well Matt asked the difficult see. question. <laughs> Someone yeah, has to. yeah, yeah exactly. that's right. We're going to have someone on this podcast that balances things out a little bit. So thanks, Matt. <laughs> so look, as it stands today, though, it sounds like maize, from an environmental point of view, there there aren't really too many negatives. Mm. And and a lot of the research is pointing towards a lot of really positive things. And farmers can use that information with what? Some peace of mind that, you know, if it is incorporated, that it's going to kind of have them heading in the uh, the right trajectory, if you like, from yep. an environmental. There's, um, I mean, look, so, so, so farmers are going to be required to have a farm environment plan going forward if they, yeah, they're going to need a farm environment plan. They need to be able to say to the person who's, who's like checking them off, these are the things that I'm doing to significantly reduce my impact on the environment. And the data is coming through really, really clearly that maize silage within a pasture-based system, using things like standoff pads and that sort of stuff, you can significantly reduce your nitrogen loss. Like a paper that was recently presented at the Australasian Dairy Science Symposium that was uh, last year, they showed that they got a 26% reduction in nitrogen loss from the system. Oh, with very little, I think it was like a 2% reduction in profit. So actual increase in milk production because they grew more feed on that farm. So we can have a cake and eat it too. Yeah. Closing thoughts, Matt. I'm going to leave you to have the final say because uh, I've got to shut Ian off somewhere along that's, the lines. That's luxurious. Yeah. Well, I, I think, it, well, I'm quite proud to actually work for a company that's starting to really focus in on this environmental space um, to see the commitment that has been put into the environmental research. We've got a, a larger team than we ever have. We used to just focus on trials and yields. Now we're understanding the full implications of maize in the system, which is like I say, it's, it's neat to be a part of. So, yeah. the, the reality is, I think the reality is, is that I if thought, you, I thought you were having nearly, <laughs> I, I said yeah. so. Yeah, I, I said. Oh man, I tell you, I, you know me. I just, I just love this stuff. I mean, the reality is, is that if we can't justify what we're doing and why we're doing it, we won't be farming. I mean, that's that's the cold hard reality. I'm sitting in these regional council hearings, and you need to be able to justify why you're doing. And if you can't, there's a good chance that you actually won't be doing it. So that's that's kind of like the that's the edge to this. I mean, I know you know I'm passionate about this stuff, but there is an edge to it, and we've really needed as a as a as an industry, we have to get this right. He got the last. Yeah. Word. No, he didn't, because I'm going to get the last word uh, now, and this will be the last word, I promise. But to pick up on both your point, Ian and Matt, a part of the reason why I joined Pioneer was because there was a lot of work going on in that farm system space. What are the implications on the environment? Because that that is obviously the next big thing, or it is the big thing that farmers are facing at the moment. I think maize is very well placed uh, and the research is really exciting stuff. It's good to have some results that can give farmers some peace of mind around you know, what maize does and the positive impacts it has on the environment. So 
so I think it's a, a really good a good place to finish. And if farmers want to know more, we've got lots of information on our website that can really hone in, or they can contact one of us. You know, we joke. You can actually call us on the phone. We're pretty accessible kind of guys. Uh, and have a chat to us about some of the stuff we've talked about today. But uh, look forward to tuning in to the next podcast. Thanks. Thanks.